Well, welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. So I've had a little bit of issues tonight. Um, so the first one uploaded, I guess uh, I, I tried to delete that episode, but I guess it's still up there. Um, there's actually no sound because um, I did 37 minutes uh, and my mic was on mute, I guess. So I don't know how that happened. I've never actually muted this mic, but it happened tonight. So uh, and then, of course, I did another um, episode where I was talking about chapter nine, where we picked up uh, where we left off the other night. Right. Well, I completely skipped over the sixth trumpet. What is going on? Well, uh, I don't know if you guys know or not, but a, a couple weeks ago at my job, I had a little episode. Um, anyway, I went to to my doctor. They did some testing uh, on my brain a little MRI on my brain and so it came back uh with a little bit of issues um and so yeah so we're still working on that so i'm waiting to get on get into a neurologist so anyway i'm gonna throw that out there sometimes um you know some of the, i kind of see maybe like add or you know some other kind of weird things going on so anyway they uh think they're like um uh tias or you know there's some other stuff but you know hey I'm not a neurologist, so anyway, but I look at it this way. God is in ultimate control, and so whatever happens to me, he's had to allow it. So I just go with that and just trust God um, you know, to take care of me, which, you know, if I trust him to get me to heaven, I should trust him to take care of me here, right? That's right. So, mm. so anyway... I wanted to jump into this because this is some exciting, important things. And I remember a while ago as I was doing that episode, I'm like, did I talk about that? And I thought I did, but of, of course I didn't. So anyway, um, let's read uh, the sixth trumpet. So this is kind of, uh, this is exciting as well. The whole book of Revelation is exciting. So anyway, let's see here. So it says, the sixth trumpet, then he goes, then the sixth angel sounded and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. So the four angels who had been prepared for the hour and day and month and year were released to kill a third of mankind. Now the number of the army of the horsemen was 200 million. I heard the number of them, and thus I saw the horses in the vision. Those who sat on them had breastplates of fiery red, hyacinth blue, and sulfur yellow, and the heads of the horses were like the heads of lions, and out of their mouths came fire, smoke, and brimstone. By these three plagues, a third of mankind was killed by the fire and the smoke and the brimstone which came out of their mouths says for their power is in their mouth and in their tails for their tails are like the serpents having heads and with them they do harm but the rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands and they should not worship demons and idols of gold silver brass stone and wood which can neither see nor hear nor walk and they did not repent of their murders or their sorceries or their sexual immorality, or their thefts. Now, I know I talked a little bit about that because, you know, I'm reading the notes out of the uh, David Jeremiah study Bible. And so, you know, way back when, when I was studying, uh, beginning to study 
you know, uh, prophecy way back when eschatology. And uh, back then, you know, it was talk about, you know, the 200 million man army. Is that China? Because at that time, China had 200 million. And so you think about all these things. But as we read the Bible and the Lord gives us more understanding and wisdom, you know, we can clearly see here in Revelation that it is not a human army, that this is a demonic army. These are demons that are coming upon the land. And so like, wow so you can see so much going on so let's skip down here to what he has to say it says the commanded judge comes from the horn of horns of the golden altar the altar's position uh before the throne of god shows that the judgment of the sixth trumpet answers the prayers of the tribulation martyrs which was back in chapter 6 verses 9 through 11. so it says these four angels are not to be confused with the four good angels mentioned earlier which was seven one they're most likely high-ranking fallen angels perhaps the invisible powers behind the nations in the tribulation which of course daniel chapter 10 and ezekiel uh chapter 28. the euphrates uh the most frequently mentioned river in the bible is always associated with god's judgment so it talked about that and so to move on it says the place of the four evil angels in the plan of god is precise remember we talked about that and my cat murphy if you can hear her in the background she's got to be into everything <laughs> so anyway he goes on to talk about you know the, the different things but like you know the army so that was the thing that i kind of wanted to talk about a lot of people think that that is um uh it could be a human army or what but if you study the book of revelation and you read it it clearly kind of states that no this is a demonic army and so when i pull up revelation if you um and i read it out of uh, the warren wearsby study bible his study notes tell us um i see verses 13 he comes down he says the description cannot fit war horses as we know them or for that matter modern warfare equipment such as tanks to assert that this is a literal army and to point to some nation he goes such as china that claims to have 200 million soldiers is to miss the message that john is seeking to convey the deadly power of these horses is in their mouths and tails not in their legs fire smoke and burning sulfur issue from or uh, issue from their mouths and their tails are like biting serpents they can attack from the front as well as from the rear and so he goes these judgments are not remedial but retributive god is upholding his holy law and vindicating um his suffering people and so that's uh the notes from warren wearsby and so i wanted to jump on and just to throw that part in there because i completely uh blew over it when i read it um earlier and so i kind of wanted to throw that in and uh just because you know, that's an important part of the whole bible prophecy so while i'm on here talking about revelation uh let's talk about some headlines so um this isn't you know a complete um uh disaster <laughs> so uh, as you guys know i like to go to olive tree news and views you can go to olivetreeviews.org and she's got headlines and she posts rss feed every day and uh so let's check out what they've got going on i don't think she does it on sunday though so daniel's prophecy validates our hopes in jesus imminent appearing jonathan brentner's talking about that he goes what does daniel's prophecy have to do with jesus's imminent appearing if the last period of daniel's 70 weeks is now nearing its start this verifies that we live in the last days of human history the scoffers of our day however tell us that daniel's words are no longer relevant for today and that israel's rebirth as a nation was just a fluke of history really 
We're going to explain it away, folks, but you can tell clearly by prophecy that we are living in the end days. So dangerous deconstruction movement targets Christians to abandon the faith. You notice, have you seen this in the news headlines? All these so-called Christians were deconstructing our faith and, you know, it always for the good. And they're trying to, you know, it's, just, it's, it's, it's not good, folks. It's not good. The deconstruction movement recruits the ranks of Christian celebrities and musicians and young impressionable evangelicals destruction deconstruction does not sound deconstruction will ultimately lead to destruction itself and that was by a uh, quote by dr owen uh Strakon, uh senior fellow with frc's center for biblical worldview and here's wonderfully made woefully fallen so that's another one this is out of rapture ready if you want to check that out the one before is in prophecy news watch and I don't know if you guys have heard this or not. You may or may have, and you probably have, but California is set to pass a bill where you can murder your baby after it's been born. I said that, and that's what they're going to do. Mm -hmm. It's in legislation right now. Uh, if you want to hear all about that, you can go listen to Jack Hibbs uh, from Calvary Chapel, Chino Hill uh, Church, talk about that. I don't know how much dark, depraved, wicked we could possibly get but this is where we're at this is oh my goodness oh it is heartbreaking so um there's some other stuff going on i don't know if you guys have heard about the snake venom and the covid 19 thing there's some of that floating around i'm gonna reserve um any opinion that i have on that because you know i'm not really for sure on that there's not really any proof but one person has seen that so i'm going to hold uh any opinion that i have on that until some further studies come out and some more evidence is you know uncovered on that so you know i don't want to get into any of that but i'm sure you guys have heard of that and you might have been wondering what my opinion was well i don't really have an opinion because i don't really know if that's authentic or not so we're going to move on so uh here we go with uh, joseph uh Farrell at wnd goes who's the real president of the united states what do we do if the american president is senile on his dangerously impulsive divorce from reality suffering from short-term memory loss likely to start a nuclear war and therefore dangerous to the republic what are we to do first of all folks we need to be praying most definitely but who's the real president so this is um this is in the WND. You can go to WND.com. They claim it's Joe Biden. Ask anybody who works at CNN, the New York Times, MSNBC, and the Washington Times, even Fox News. But it's becoming a joke. Biden is too old, too demented, too cognitively challenged, too mean, and hopelessly unpresidential to be in the running. And Kamala, his vice president, that would be an even bigger joke. It, was, it wasn't that long ago that this question was seriously asked about the president says in fact it was just four years ago with president donald j trump in an article at the liberal brookings institute by elaine kamerick she said what do we do if the american president is senile unhinged dangerously impulsive divorced from reality suffering from short-term memory loss likely to start a nuclear war and therefore dangerous to the republic in one way or another those questions have been asked him during his first tumultuous year in the White House. Cameron wrote the publication of Michael Wolf's new book, Fire and Fury, inside the Trump's White House has resurrected the issue of presidential uh, competency. So section four of, he can hear Skirt in the background. You know my little chihuahua. <laughs> he's, 
he's got his little toys tonight let me tell you so we just had a really uh some crazy weather here and you know talking about thunderstorms we had a little bit of hail and that kind of stuff so he was kind of cooped up so he gets so scared uh, with thunderstorms happen he gets so terrified bless his little heart so now he is uh tearing stuff up let me tell you so section four of the 25th amendment to the constitution has never been invoked permanently it reads whenever the vice president and a majority of either the principal officers or the executive departments of or, or of such other body as congress may by law provide transmit to the president pro tempore of the senate uh and the speaker of the house of representatives their written declaration that the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office the vice president shall immediately assume the powers and duty of the office as acting president folks that would be that'd be terrifying if laughing kamala harris whoo lord but then we have joe biden shaking hands with the air over here lord help us all lord help us we are in such a oh i don't even want to think about it but anyway what do we do so what do we do says are they true and valid have there have they ever been true or more valid for most americans with the president at 30 percent approval i think we're going to see this happen sooner rather than later as as the hunter biden investigation rolls on wayne allen rude a syndicate columnist for wnd in town hall called biden in october a brain dead zombie puppet incapable of knowing the difference between his wife and sister i'm certain his wife jill feeds him baby food in the white house basement in a mask unquote <laughs> oh my gosh well, we all know who's really running it i mean if you ask me i think obama i think his former president obama is is still doing everything uh billionaire george soros um is the one telling obama what to do because if you remember i don't think obama was really running the things either i think it's the people in the background you got soros you got all these people in the background kind of telling them what to do and they're just of course you know doing whatever they tell them to do right but uh you know we ah man i'm telling you there's so much that's going on just I mean, you can just see in the headlines you can just tell the world is just insane everything is so insane and here's some horrifically ah this is terrible devastating news there's a 91 year old holocaust survivor reportedly dies while hiding in the basement in ukraine really people at just 10 years old she watched nazis take away her mother uh obed kova hid in a basement to evade them flash forward 81 years and she it again ended up retreating to a basement this time hiding from russian forces obed kova and her family moved into the basement of a local store last month after the war began with no heat electricity or water and the situation was dire you can check that out at faithwire and you can read that article that's mm, that makes me sad that's that's just where are the people to help these holocaust survivors where where are the people in israel where are these where why are these people not getting help oh that's just sad uh confessions of a disney writer so disney's recent commitment to quote add queerness unquote wherever possible can't be explained as just trying to teach tolerance and inclusivity the executives know that by showing queerness they are modeling queerness and encouraging kids to imitate that behavior you can check that out at American Thinker. Another thing, if you haven't noticed this, I watched it. It was on Tucker Carlson. It's the lib, the libs of uh, TikTok, and uh, it's not funny because actually, uh, it's, it's kind of sad. So they have all these 
these people that are teaching our children and they're against the bill from DeSantis, right? Like you shouldn't mention anything about sex to children to third grade from kindergarten. What, what would you be talking about that anyway? Why? Only perverts talk about that. That's what I'm saying to children ages kindergarten to third grade. What, what What's wrong with you? What the hell is wrong with you? Anyway, but it shows these people that are non whatever the hell they want to call themselves binary. Who knows? Who's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But they're teaching these kids this. And that's what they're saying. They're bringing their lifestyle. And well, you know, I don't. And it sh- anyway, it shows them from their own words, from their own words. And then now they're trying to say, well, the, those people that live, they're just, they're just like, um, they're just showing us, you know, they're just, they're just shows they're homophobic, transphobic, blah, 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 blah. And I'm laughing my ass off because they're showing them in their own words what they're saying. I think it's hilarious. But anyway, go check it out on Tucker Carlson. You'll get a kick out of it. But it wasn't so sad that this is what they're teaching our children. And we have to have a law to stop them from teaching our children this. Anyway, eh. okay. Two bills that demonstrate politics is a battle between good and evil. This is a Harbinger's Daily. Meanwhile, as Oklahoma's governor signs the most pro-life bill currently in the United States, here I talked about this earlier, in California, Democrats are attempting to push through an, in, in, oh God, infanticide, I never can say that word, infanticide bill that would be the most pro-death in the country. As Harbinger's Daily Proofs reported, California's AB 2223, which the state's Assembly Health Committee will hear on April 19th, today, folks, is April 22nd, would legalize killing a baby up to six days after his or her birth. Did you guys hear that? Did you hear that? This is what California State's Health Committee is hearing uh, heard on April the 19th that they can legally kill a baby up to six days after his or her birth. Folks, they can tell you it's all about abortion. It's all about women's health care. And it's all about saving women. And it's a, it's a bunch of hellish bullshit is what that's all about. It's not. It's never been about women's health. It's never been about any of that. It's all been about the murder of babies in the womb. Bail. That's what it's all about. Go back in the Bible. Read it all about Bell. You can read all about it. This is what we're living in. It's all it's all demonic and it's all headed up by Satan. So if you think about it, who he was a murderer and a murderer from the beginning. And look what's going on. I cannot believe that I actually read that sentence. Would legalize killing a baby up to six days after his or her birth. Can you fathom that? Can you possibly fathom that we are living in a world right now that thinks that's okay i could literally vomit that just breaks my it's like i'm living i like in a parallel universe or something like this doesn't make any sense how the hell could we be talking about something like this right now Think about that. Seriously, think about that. I, I just, mm. folks, said harbingersdaily.com. You can go read all that article. You can actually listen to Jack Hibbs. He was uh, talking about that there at the California, um, uh, the steps there of their healthcare or whatever. He was like talking about how this is what this is. Folks, we've gone. We've, mm. I'm going to go ahead and read this. This is Harbinger's Daily. Uh, 
says pro-life governor Kevin Stitt signed into law last week a bill that nearly eradicates abortion from the state. Praise God. Hallelujah. He quotes, quotes, I promise Oklahomans that I would sign every pro-life bill that hits my desk. And that's what we're doing today. We want Oklahoma to be the most pro-life state in the country. He emphasized we want to outlaw abortion in the state of Oklahoma. Absolutely. Praise the Lord. God bless you. So then the new law, which will be in effect on November the 1st, will make abortion a felony in Oklahoma with a maximum of 10 years in prison and a $100,000 fine. Praise the Lord. Senate Bill 612 contains one caveat to the ban, stipulating that abortion may be performed only to, quote, to save the life of a pregnant woman in a medical emergency, unquote. So it should be. You hear all those people that are that are for abortion. Oh, well, you know, women is going to save their life. And then, you know, blah, 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 which is less than one percent. Less than one percent is a DNC ever performed for that. Moving on. It is worth noting that in 2019, medical professional organizations and individuals representing over 30,000 physicians published a letter underscoring that it is never necessary to intentionally kill the fetal human being in order to save a woman's life. Unquote. Since the implementation of the Texas heartbeat law, the neighboring state of Oklahoma saw a dramatic 800% increase in abortions occurring in the state. Oklahoma Senator Nathan Dam or Dom, sorry, the author of the SB 612, insisted that those elected into office have a responsibility to defend the rights of the people, which includes the right to life. From my first day in office, he says, uh, protecting the unborn has been one of the one of my top priorities. Senate Bill 612 is the strongest pro-life legislation in the country right now, which effectively eliminates abortion in Oklahoma. Dom said, or he explained, the Declaration of Independence states that our rights come from our Creator and that among those rights is the right to life. And that the truth, and that governments are instituted to secure those rights. It is far past time that the government of the state of Oklahoma defend the right to life. And here's the stark contrast, people. This is the darkness of where we live in the times. And if you don't think we're living in the end days, then you need to listen to this carefully. Meanwhile, as Oklahoma's governor signs the most pro-life uh, currently uh, bill currently in the United States, in California, Democrats are attempting to push through an infanticide bill that would be the most pro-death in the country. As Harbinger's Daily Proofs reported, California's AB 2223, which the state's Assembly Health Committee will hear on April 19th, would legalize killing a baby, killing murdering is what they should say would legalize murdering a baby up to six days after his or her birth jack hibb is a founder and senior pastor of calvary chapel chino hills is calling on californians to join him at the state capitol on tuesday to stand for life and stand for god in opposition to ab 2223 which he refers to as heinous and unprecedented folks that is the truth i just i i cannot believe i I, can you can you believe that all you people all, everybody out there if you're listening to this can you can you can you believe this or do you live in like london i mean japan i mean okay i understand you know some countries like you know north korea and you know china 
you know, were telling them, you know, yeah, it, you know, they had to, you can only have like one baby, you can only have one. So they were like forced them to abort. And they, of course, they aborted all the girls because they wanted all the boys. And now you have all those men over there and not enough women. Anyway, but I'm talking here in the United States. Oh, Australia, UK, Canada, Japan, all seriously, can we can we think about this for a moment? This is a precious baby who has already been born. They are seven days old. And then they said, Oh, we're just gonna put you to death. What? I don't I can't I can't fathom. I still don't understand. I don't understand. Anyway, he continues. And uh, he says uh, the best way for the legislation to notice opposition to the bill is for hundreds of people to oppose the bill at the Sacramento State Capitol actively. The pastor urged, while phone calls and emails are beneficial, we need hundreds of people to walk into the offices of the voting legislatures. Unfortunately, it will take time, energy, and personal sacrifice to stand up against the murder of innocent-born babies. He said it's not enough that pro-abortion activists want to kill pre-born babies. Now they're coming after newborns, Hibbs lamented. And if you think it will stop there, you don't know how decay works. Dead things continue to decompose, and it doesn't stop until there's nothing left. Politics is a spiritual battle, and Christians cannot be missing in action. The battle surrounding um, abortion and infanticide highlights the need for Christians to be involved in politics and not shy away from discussing so-called political issues. Politics is a spiritual battle. The Bible says, Ephesians 6:12 out of the King James Version, says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Christians cannot be missing in action in the spiritual battle between good and evil that we call today's politics. How many pastors and congregations have swallowed that pathetic, that pathetic, apathetic pill to not get involved? Pastor Jack Hibbs asserted in a video message. They say, we don't taint ourselves, pastor, by getting involved in politics. That's how we all, That's how we got messed up. Do you think California is messed up? Do you want to know why? Because the bulk of California pastors have been absent in this battle, he said. And so babies are being killed in the womb and out of the womb. Mayhem is rampant. And what do we talk about on Sunday mornings? Five steps to being happy. That's insane, he says. We need to get back to the word of God, unquote. We need to let our voice be heard for righteousness sake, Hibbs urged. To sit idle, the Bible says, that is sin. It is sin. If you know, if you do, if you know to do good, but you don't do it, that's sin. Folks, oh, I just cannot believe we live in these days. I mean, I knew the Bible said it was going to get bad during these days, but I didn't think I would see these days, honestly. And I thought we'd be, you know, yanked out of here before that. But so I want to bring up something else. So we all the stuff going on, you know, there's going to be the food shortages. I've been saying it for a while. If you guys watch my YouTube Rumble channel, if you've been listening to me for any amount of time, you know, I've been saying, you better get you some food. I've been saying it. I've been saying it. I'm going to continue to say it. Because, um, you know, as Christians, we don't know how long we're going to be here. We don't know what all we're going to see until, you know, Christ comes to take us out. And we're not going to see the wrath of God, but that doesn't mean we're not going to see the set. We're already seeing the setup of for the tribulation we already see it they're already talking about programmable money okay um i've done a couple programs on that like programmable like you're like well what is what's you remember what's what's the big thing about programmable that little word put in front of our digital currency well you know they can 
make programmable money, right? So, you know, say, hey, Joe Blow, you're allowed, you know, uh, $40 in, you know, gasoline or diesel a month. So they programmed $40 in digital currency just for that. Say, hey, uh, Joe Blow, you can only have, you know, one, one pound of ground beef a month. So they're going to program your digital currency to where you can only buy one pound of ground beef a month. Say you want to go to the store and you pick up that ground beef, it's a beep, 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 and you can't purchase that because your digital currency is not programmed for another pound of ground beef. So you're going to have to get your plant-based or your plant-based crap, or you're going to have to get some lab crap grown from uh, Bill Gates in a lab. Here you have you some meat. We grew it in a lab. Folks, it's coming down. It is coming down to that now. We are living in these days. They're already talking about this. If they're already talking about this, we're seeing the setup of all this to come. Woo, you better get ready. Better do your rapture practice on your tippy toes because Christ is coming to take his church. We are his church. We are his bride. He's coming for his bride. Get ready, folks. But like I said, we don't know how long we're going to be here. We're not going to, you know, there's no timetable. We don't know what all we're going to see. So, you know, the Bible has given us wisdom and he's and God has given us his word to prepare us, not to scare us. And so you better get ready. So I would just say, you know, you need to stock up on some stuff for your house. You know, you need to stock up on, you know, you know, uh, of course, food, you know, non-perishable food. Don't forget your dog food, or your cat food, you know, or whatever little pets that you have, you know. <laughs> you know, some people have birds or fish, yeah, whatever, right? Get water, you know, just be prepared, you know, because who knows what kind of um, weather events or, you know, stuff's going to happen, natural disasters. You don't know what's going to happen. You might as well be prepared, right? Be sure you have a word of God. Be sure you have like some solar, you know, backup, some kind of stuff like that. Do, do some research on that, but just be prepared, you know, be prepared for what's coming. But be sure you have the word of God. That's the most important thing. But anyway, rapture or wrath. That's Gary Ritter. And he has an article about that, a rapture ready. It says the reasons this is such an ignored topic is that the majority of people in the church apparently believe that God intends for Christ's followers to enter the seven-year tribulation. There are some differences among the adherents to this idea, such as whether they might be raptured uh, mid trib or post trib but the bulk of those who entertain this notion see the church hunkering down gritting its teeth and suffering the atrocities of plagues and martyrdom well count me out of that consideration he says that's gary ritter go check out his article at raptureready.com so yes if you guys missed it there was a live stream last night uh talking about uh it's um choo -choo 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 -choo. i gotta thank you a minute um pastor brendan holthouse uh, it's, uh, with Pastor Mark Henry and Jeremy Markell, um, they did Understanding the Times event um, there, and it was live streamed. And Brandon Holthouse talks about the New World Order. Um, go check that out. You go to markhenryministries.com, and you ought to be able to uh, you ought to be able to watch that that uh, uh, what they had not live, but you'll be able to watch the live stream. You know what I mean? <laughs> so anyway, uh, second global COVID summit announced main goal will be to vaccinate everyone on the planet. That's going to be the gateway pundit. I may talk about that tomorrow. Three factors may worsen the coming food shortage. That's Prophecy News Watch. Needless to say, these lockdowns are bringing the Chinese economy to a grinding halt, and that is going to affect the entire planet. 
at the port of Shanghai. Activity is essentially at a standstill. The port of Shanghai, which handles over 20% of Chinese freight traffic in 2021, is essentially at a standstill. Food supplies stuck in shipping containers without access to refrigeration are rotting. This is an enormous problem for those of us in the Western world because our stores are normally filled with goods that have been made in China. So, so much going on in the world today. Want to jump on, first of all, and, you know, add back in there to what I completely skipped over while talking about uh, the book of uh, Revelation and we're talking about the tribulation. And so, boom, the sixth trumpet. I want to throw that back in there. But anyway, and throw in some headlines as well while I went ahead before I uploaded this video. So, as always, folks, I'm going to sign off with getting the word of God, let the word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Thank you guys for listening.